This week on Squats and Margaritas, it's fitness trainer, Paulina Heffernan. I found her on the Real Housewives of Orange County. She trains Emily Simpson, who is looking fabulous. Um, We have so much in common. We're both moms of two young kids. We make fitness a priority and we enjoy our lives with wine and margaritas. I want to talk to her about fitness and taking care of your kids and balancing all the things. She's a mompreneur. She runs her own business. We're both really good at TikToks. Cannot wait to talk to her. Here's my episode with Paulina Heffernan. Well, we have so much in common. Like we're both fit moms of two young kids, but we also enjoy our life and enjoy cocktails. Amen to that. I loved you from the first like <laughs> post I saw. No, I love it. I know when I saw your podcast, like what the name was, I was like, oh, this is like my life. I mean, more of the margaritas like lately than the squat bar, but you know, we'll, we'll get there. But it's a balance. Did you struggle growing up? Like I found like a lot of trainers that I talked to, they had some issue and became a trainer. Like, were you struggling? Were you overweight? Did you have issues with eating disorders? And I struggled just so you know, for 10 years with anorexia and bulimia. Did you always live with balance? Has it been a journey to getting to where you are? Okay. Like you said, a lot of like trainers like struggle with, you know, whatever the eating disorder being overweight. I was overweight. So since I, I, since I was like born, I came out I came out big, you know? So like when I was like four years old, I remember my parents taking me to the doctor they were calling me obese. They had to cut back on my eating And like, this is actually something I remember, you know? So it's like, oh, is she going to lose weight? Is she meant like, is she just a bigger kid? And were you an only child? Do you have siblings? Like, so I do have a younger brother, but he's always been skinny. So I like, he can eat whatever he wants and still have a six pack. That's how he is. And I was never that way. So I was constantly compared. But my parents, I did grow up in a alcoholic home. Mm. Since I was young, my mom has struggled with alcoholism. Same with my dad. Um, my dad got, you know, he kind of got over it, but my mom is still yeah. struggling with drugs and that kind of stuff. And I felt like a lot of the time I was just eating for comfort. Like yeah. I've never felt like I was confident at home in my, you know, in my family life, like I was just constantly, you know, as a kid, you don't really have anybody to turn to, like, especially if your parents aren't being there for you. Food was my only comfort. So I was like, I remember they in school, they did like some kind of like card where like an ID card and they at like, they had me get on the scale and I was like 140 pounds. And I was like eight years old. Wow. So like, and they were like, Oh, you're like, you're super obese. And like, I remember just like getting bullied all through school and stuff, but like, this is like, this is why I do what I do. Yeah. Like, like you said, we we all struggle. And you know, like some of these times, like you're grateful for your struggle because otherwise you wouldn't be relevant for the people that you're working with. Exactly. That's what I, like, I struggled with eating disorders. Um, they evolved. It was like anorexia, exercise, bulimia. And then the biggest one was bulimia. And I wasn't going to tell anyone about it, but I ended up getting in shape at 37 after having two of my kids. And it was just, but it was by living with balance, like all the years that I'm throwing up my food, restricting, um, over exercising and under eating and frustrated that I can't lose weight. And I work out every day. Now I'm in a better body and it's, I'm not working out as hard and I enjoy cocktails every day. So I had to write my book to like the woman that was me 10 years ago, treadmill every day, like only eat salads. And it's like, what the hell? Like 
I can't lose weight. Like I was the same and here's what I found. And I wanted to write this book just for it to be a guide, like living yeah. life with balance. And um, we'll get into this too, but like more lifting and not so much cardio, but exactly. I wrote it. I get, had a writing coach. And when I sent her it, she was like, are you a trainer? And I was like, no. And she's like, well, you don't really have any credibility. Like on the cover of your book, yeah. you have abs. So like, why wouldn't anybody <laughs> think that you always had abs? And I was like, Oh no, yeah. no, no. But I, yeah. I still was like, I'm not telling her. I wouldn't tell anyone. I said, I just want to help women. And she's like, no one is going to relate to you. No one's going to understand like the struggle you've been through. You have to tell your story. And I just kept fighting yeah, exactly. her on it. Cause I was like, my parents don't even know. So I, yeah. I wrote it. And as soon as I wrote it, it didn't even like make it back to her yet. It was out and I felt lighter and I felt like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And she called me back when she got it. She goes, this is your book. So it ended up being struggle and then the balance. And just because I've everybody I have on, it's like these strong women that built brands and are fit and enjoying their lives. It wasn't always that way. (laughs) Totally. And And let me also, let me add, I've been through my journey, like like I was heavy as a kid and then I lost weight and then I was restrictive eating and I did the same thing as you or I'm like, Oh, if I eat a, you know, 300 calories a day and take HCG drops, like I'm going to, you know, I'm going to lose all this weight. And then I gained it all back. And then I lost it again because I was like, I'm going to decide to eat tilapia and broccoli every meal. And like, and then I decided I was going to do a fitness competition and then I got really sick, ended up in the hospital and then I gained all of it back. So it's been a journey, but now like after having two kids, like I'm married, I finally found this like point of balance where I'm like, like you said, it's like, I still enjoy cocktails. I don't work out nearly as much and I'm still losing weight. And I'm like, Oh, this is nice. This is how it's supposed to be. You know, exactly. And that's why we have to spread this message because that's not what women are taught. It's like calories in versus calories out, you know, do your cardio. Don't eat that. Yeah. Yeah. I I was on, I've done every diet. I mean, South beach, Atkins, paleo, like every, and you lose weight. Like you said, like you would lose weight at certain points, but it's not sustainable. And as soon as you go off of it, it's going to come back on. So it's going to be, it's going to be worse. Yeah. And balance is just something you do every day. And it's not like a start stop and I get a lot, like, I love when you do like your TikToks with wine or something. Cause I'm like, look at her. And then I had Melissa Alcantara, uh, yeah, Kim Kardashian's I trainer. Her, she was yeah, like, yeah, I love her. I said squats and margaritas. And she's like, I typically wouldn't be doing this right now. I am here because of the name of this podcast. And she's like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because that is my life. And like, you said the same thing. She's like, yeah. <laughs> I drink all the time. And she's like, I'm in better shape than I ever have been. And I think it's because when you restrict, like it's off limits and you're pissed off at some point you're going to be like, you'll have it and you'll break. And then you have all of it. Like a glass of wine is going to be a bottle of wine. A piece of cake is going to be an entire cake. cake. And then you'd be like, Oh, I'll start over on Monday. And then it's the cycle. So if you just allow it, it's like not as enticing anymore. I'm like, I have a glass of wine every day. Like, it's not like it's, it's my drinking day. So I have to drink all the wine because it's going to be off limits tomorrow. Like that's how I live. Yeah, exactly. And that's how I tell like my clients, like, you know, when you're younger and your mom's like, clean your room, like you need to clean your room. And, and you're like, um, F off. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna clean my room. <laughs> right. like, it's the same thing. You know, like once you tell, you're told that like, you have to do something or you can't do something, you're like, I want to do it even more. Yes. But like you said, like if that, that one glass of wine turns into a bottle of wine and people always ask me, they're like, Oh, I need to stop drinking so much. But I'm like, but you don't, you just need to have a healthy relationship with it. You have you to know, moderate. Like, yeah, exactly. you can have like, it every day. And people are yeah, like, you exactly. drink every day. I'm like, yes, I do. I do, <laughs> like, but I I'm never hung over. <laughs> yeah, because I, and, and another thing that I found, like why I drink every day is food to me was punishment. 
reward, um, a means to throwing up for some years. Now I enjoy food. It's like an experience. So if I have pasta, I want red wine. If I have wings, I want a beer. Like it's a, I enjoy food now. And I didn't for so long. It's like, I'm not going to not have a wine or a beer with my food because now I enjoy food. Yeah, no, I I 100% agree with you. Like I was telling my husband last night, like, um, he, he wants to, we're going to Napa for our anniversary and I just got back. Oh my gosh. I went there for my 40th birthday last month for my first time ever. Oh my gosh. We're going for our first time ever too. So he was like, Oh yeah, I really want to have a six pack before Napa. So he's like, I'm going to eat chicken and broccoli for every meal. And I was like, honestly, I was like, I don't care about the six pack. Like I want to enjoy my life. Like I want to be like healthy. Like my mental health, like having a six pack is not, there's no comparison. Like I've done the six pack and my mental health suffered and I've done this. And like, like you said, it's the balance. It's like, I'm sorry. My margaritas are more important than my six pack right now. But but you, but I like, I'm still in the same like spot as I was before. It's just like, yes. Oh my gosh. And nobody thinks that you stress out so much that literally it's all have it. And then it's cortisol and all the stress and like living like that, like vacations. I'd be like, does the hotel have a gym? I would set my alarm to work out before my uh, husband got up. We're going to dinner. I'm looking at the menus to make sure like it was just a stress for 20 years. Like I live that way. And now it's like, if you just calm the F down and you don't work as hard, which sounds so like I work out four times a week, but I go hard, but for like 30 minutes. And before it oh, was yeah, so seven days a week, it, like for an hour and a half. Spend, like, yeah, exactly. You're like spending two hours with Jen. And I, I wait I more. People, people would tell me, they're like, Lena, go home. Like you've been here for a long time. And I'm like, oh, I need to keep going. And now I'm like, I'm like, mm, I'm not feeling shit. Bye. You know, but I still wave the exact thing. Yes. All that work. <laughs> and what, what made you finally, do you think it's becoming a mom? Like that you were just like, I don't have time to be in the gym for t- two hours a day. I don't necessarily think it's becoming a mom. I think it's because my priorities changed. Like my reason for my why changed. Yeah. Like before um, I became a mom, it was like, I want to look good. I want to look sexy. I want to be desired. I want to be this. And then I realized I can still do all of those things and still have like a great like relationship with like my mental health and like my body. And like, yes, I want to be good for my, I want to be healthy for my kids. I want to feel good for my husband. I, I want to feel good for me, but it's not necessarily, it's not like the selfish aspect of it anymore. Like, yeah. Oh, you know, I'm this, I'm this, like I can still be this and still be the best for everybody around me too. You still like, are that like your, yeah. your snapback. How old oh, is your youngest? Just, he's uh, eight months. Oh my God. This oh my God. The, what you posted the other day. It's unbelievable. Like Thank you. that your body just w- no, knew what to do. Like, can you talk about that? <laughs> you're so sweet. So I'll be honest with you. My first pregnancy, it was harder for me to snap back because I feel like I put so much pressure on myself, but that comes with like losing weight, gaining weight, losing weight, gaining weight. And you know, you know how that is. Like, Mm -hmm. obviously you've showed that like you've, you've experienced two pregnancies, you know how it is. Like you put so much pressure on yourself and you can't even like enjoy it. Like I told my husband, like, this is messed up to say, like, I almost feel like I have a better relationship with my, my second child, like at this stage, because I'm able to enjoy it and stop. Like, I'm not able to like freak out I need to eat this or I'm losing weight. I need to get to the gym. I need to work out. Like I'm able to just kind of like say, okay, I don't feel it today. Like I want to spend some time with my kid. Like, you know, he's, he's sick. I'm going to get the cuddles instead of like, he's sick. What am I going to do? Like husband, can you stay home from work so I can go get a workout? Like, it's just yes. different, you, you know? So 
Yes. That's exactly. So many women have said that about their relationship with their second child, because they were so like stressed out with the first and like, like trying to snap back and getting workouts. And I don't know, like that's, I hear that so much. And it's like, now, like when you do it again, then it's kind of like you settle in more and it's like other things aren't as important. And, and the weight loss has been so much easier. Like I'm not even trying to lose weight and it's just coming off because I'm happy and like, I'm eating and I'm enjoying my lifestyle. And like, my body is not constantly in this like fight or flight mode of like, Oh, am I eating enough calories or am I getting enough protein? Am I working out? Am I doing this? Am I doing that? I'm like, margarita yes. for lunch. It's, it's Thursday. Like let's go <laughs> Thursday, Thursday. Yes. It's 11 AM. Let's go. Come on. That's why I need you professionals, like a, a personal trainer to come on and say this because like my writing coach said, no, I'm not, I'm not a nutritionist, but I have done the work. Like I know what I've been through and like what I do now. And it doesn't seem as hard. And I weigh 20 pounds less. And yeah. I heard myself just say that, like I have been reprimanded by some eating disorder community people, um, that I still talk about a weight loss and I still am in pursuit of a physical ideal. And I am admittedly, like I feel my best in my best body. So I know that like mentally I need to feel good at any size, but I'm not there yet. It's honestly, it's always going to be a constant struggle. And I like, I have to tell you that like anybody's journey, like I still have body dysmorphia and I do this for a living. Mm-hmm. Um, even I, I have women who come to me who are 90 pounds and they're like, Hey, like, yeah, I'm good, but I want to lose like two pounds to be happy. Or I have people who are, who are 400 pounds who are like, I'm, I'm snatched. I'm banging. Like, you know, like <laughs> right. it, you will always have that little mental part of you because every woman does. Okay. Like, and like, I have also like, I have, you know, trolls who come after you saying like, Oh, you need to feel this way and get your body. You need to feel this way. It's a constant journey of like ups and downs and ups and downs. But as long as you stay consistent and you tell yourself like, I got this, like I'm happy at any stage, as long as you're happy in your body, that's all that matters. You can always strive to become a better you. That doesn't, a better you doesn't need to be a thinner you. A better you can be someone who spends less time on their phone. Better you can spend someone who doesn't eat the whole thing of chips when you go out so there yeah. you can be someone who like is better for your husband. Like it, there's so many different things to be a better you. It doesn't necessarily have to be great, but you always can strive to be something better. Exactly. And I, I feel like a better spouse and a better mom when I'm in my best physical body, because I'm exactly. not stressing anymore and frustrated. Like, exactly. I would just be like, like my husband played in the NFL and when he retired, it was still like, we we didn't get married till he retired. So during when he was in the NFL and it was like other women and like, I would always just feel, even if we were on a date and everything was great. As soon as I see women coming out to the table, it didn't matter what happened to the rest of the night. I'm in my head, like they're skinny and they're my body frustration made me like a lesser person for him. Cause I would, he'd be like, are you good? I'm like, I'm done. I can't mentally. But now that I feel good in my body, I don't care who comes up to him. And I don't totally, I'm just happier. And I, I wasn't happy at any weight. And I know that that is the goal, but I don't, I am not. Yeah, totally. And I, I actually post, I don't know if you saw my post the other day, but like people always say like, Oh, like you said, like the mental aspect, like, am I good enough? Like, is he looking at these girls? Are there, if it's their body better, does he want them? Like you're, you're in that constant state of mind, but like, ultimately like people aren't looking at like how skinny she is. It's like totally the confidence they portray when they walk into a room. Like it's not, like if you're 135 versus 125, like no one's going to be like, oh, yeah. 
that 125 is way better than that 135 <laughs> over there, you know? But it's the girl who walks into the room who's like, I got this. Like, you're like, oh, can I have whatever she's having? You know, it doesn't matter. You're making me think of Emily now. Like, let's translate. Like, I know you're trying to love her. Yeah. First, I, I mean, her. she's one of the most stunning women I've ever yeah, seen. She really is. But her confidence, like, she's just like, whatever. And even like, she's looks fantastic physically. I know you train her oh, way to go. <laughs> she, but her she's confidence, great. like when she walks in, I'm just like, she has my attention. She's just oh, a totally. confident girl. Exactly. And like, but you would never be like, oh, like her weight and first no. Compare like that's no, just because she's just cool. She, exactly, <laughs> she walks into the room and you're like, wow, okay, like yeah, you, rock it. you go, girl. So like that's, that's like, so true. I, exactly. So it doesn't matter about the scale, but like you said, too many people obsess about it. People let that define them and be like their self worth. Like here, you, you're a great person, you're a great wife, you're a great mom, you're a great this, but you're not two pounds thinner. So that's gonna like like that one negative that you think about yourself is going to like outweigh all the positives about you. It's like trolls when people comment and you have 50 positive in that one mean one. And you're like, you only think about the mean one. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So that's the the weight thing, the scale. Um, first of all, like I have that, I can't believe you just said that. Cause at the end of my book, I said to the woman on the scale, you are so much mm-hmm. more than a number. Like, don't let a number on a scale dictate your day. And for so long, it would be like, if I gained and Pauline, I'm talking like an ounce, if I went up, I was like, <laughs> I point two. Yeah. honestly, <laughs> shitty day. How did I not yeah. lose? How did I not lose? Yeah. If I lost, yeah. I was in a great mood all just based on what this number said. So I said, mm-hmm. if you don't, if you get off the scale, especially yeah. now, like lifting heavier, I'm not yeah. losing. Like I still weigh, I'm just smaller, but yeah, exactly. I weigh. Don't understand body composition. Yeah. Yes. Can you talk about that? Somebody that's trying to lose weight and is frustrated that they're not seeing the number on the scale go down when they're working okay. out. Absolutely. So first off, like the scale is only one way to indicate progress. And for example, like I told you, like when I went up and down, I used to go to the doctor and I'm like, don't tell me, don't tell me. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Like I was that person who's like, like you said, it's going to ruin my day if I go out point two ounces. So I don't even want to know. But then I feel like that actually hindered me more because I was like, oh, you know, it is what it is. Like, and I just kept letting myself get heavier and heavier and heavier. So now that I have a great relationship with the scale, I can understand and I've been that person where I go on the scale every day, like you said, up 0.2 literally is a key, know. you know, and yeah. I just, I freak out and I'm like, oh my God, I need to go to the gym for two hours kind of thing. But so body composition, like you can lose body fat, you can lose inflammation. If you're bloated, you're going to feel bigger. You're going to mm-hmm. feel heavier. And there's just so many factors that go into, you know, the scale, like let's say you're about to start your, you your monthly cycle a week before you're going to gain five pounds and you're going to be like, what, Yeah. what is going on? What did I eat? You're going to like second guess yourself. You're like, I thought I was doing great. You're going to let it that, you know, affect you mentally. And then sometimes you're going to go binge. Cause you're like, it's not working. I'm done. I give yeah. up. Yes. So, but the thing is you can experience all these fluctuations. It's normal to fluctuate up to five pounds daily and still wow. look better physically. So you could be up five pounds on the scale, but your waist like inch wise, like smaller size jeans, exactly the same. Exactly. Because that's just how your body works. It's part of being human. It's part of, you know, being a woman too. Like you also have hormones that play roles. And, you know, if you have a heavy work, like, you know, a heavy workout and you like lift really heavy, your body retains water. It like, you know, your muscles are repairing you, you gain weight and you just worked out yesterday. So it's like, it's the scale is so contradicting. Yes. So that's why I always tell clients like take progress photos. Like the progress photos are my favorite. 
Yeah. Because women especially are visual learners. Like they would much rather see progress than like, like, wow, look at me versus like the scale, the up, the down, the up, the down, the up, the down. Because it's part yeah. of the journey. So yes. like when people, I have clients who are like, oh, I only lost like five pounds, but then I put a side by side and they're like, holy shit, excuse my language. No, it's like, fine. Look at me, you know, like yeah. they don't see that, but then they're like, wow, this is actually motivating. Yeah. That kind of outweighs the scale. So that's why we do multiple forms of body progress because the scale is not the only defining factor of, you know, your journey. Yes. I also want to talk about, um, like calorie restriction, like for so long, when I thought I was doing it the right way, I would only eat salads. Like if we went to a restaurant, there was no way I was looking at it, considering anything else. I didn't snack because I would save my calories for a meal no. time. So it was less calories during the day. Can you talk about why calorie restriction is failing the woman who's active? She's working out, but she's barely eating and isn't losing weight. Can you talk about why that doesn't work? Okay. So yes, this actually happens a lot of times where like in our society, like people understand like the less you eat, the more you like the less you weigh, but that is not necessarily the actual thing. It's contradicting because a lot of people who don't eat actually don't lose weight. Like you said, like you're out eating salads for every meal. You don't eat breakfast. You don't eat lunch. And then you have a little bit for dinner and you're like, what? I'm not losing weight. I should be losing weight. What's going on? Yes. <laughs> but because it messes up your metabolism, especially women, like you need food for energy, calorie intake, like is an energy expenditure. So you really need those calories to work for your body. The, like when you're intaking the proper amount of calories for your figure daily, your body's going to process them, process the nutrients, and then use the rest of the calories as energy. And you're going to be working with your body versus against your body. So if you're taking in too little calories every day, so let's say you're eating 500 calories a day, you know, you're not, your body's like, oh, I know she's not going to eat <laughs> until tomorrow. Or I know like she's not eating lunch tomorrow. So I'm going to take whatever I just ate, this girl just ate, and I'm going to store it as fat just in case I need it for my organs to function or my digestive to function or like, <laughs> it's like, you're yes. ruining your metabolism. You really are. You, your, you body your body doesn't trust with. you. Exactly. Yeah. Your body wants to work. You want to, you need to be in a good relationship with your body. So yes. it like works with you. Like, otherwise you're going to constantly fight it. Like, you know, if you're doing all these bad diets, what's going to happen is your body's going to be like, <laughs> no, thank you. Yes. From 16 to 36, it was restriction and over-exercise. And I'm yeah. sure my body is like, you barely ate anything. And you're working out again. I'm not going to, I'm going to hold on to it. I'm not going to yeah. like burn it as energy. And yeah. it took me being bulimic and like someone telling me eat more food to lose weight. I was like, no, yeah. You're like, no, scared. you're scared out of your mind. Yeah. You're literally scared out of your mind. You're like, I don't even know why I trusted it. Yeah. A trainer was like, yeah. you, you don't eat enough. And I was like, okay. And he made yeah. me do my pit, fitness pal, figure out my macros. So I did do that for a while. I don't anymore. Cause I just am so in it, tune I, with my body. Like yeah, I know what I, what I do with my clients is I actually don't have them track their food either. Like my fitness health is because that can cause a lot of stress. Like mm -hmm. stress can also make you hold on to weight and even gain weight. Like, so when you're like, Oh, I just ate this, this half of an apple. Like I need to track it exactly that half of the apple because those calories count. And then your, your mind is like, what are you doing? Yes, you know, yes. And you're constantly in like, Oh my God, I ate that chip and I didn't track that. Like yeah. <laughs> your body's like in that fight, like it's at that fight or flight mode. And that yeah. is going to make you hold on to weight. So like I could tell my clients, just follow it, you know, enjoy it, eat healthy. Consistency is key. Like that half a chip that you just ate or that half a piece of cookie, like it's not going to matter in the long run. Like you're yes. not going to look two weeks from now and be like, oh, that half a cookie really set me back. 
And know, that's like, how you have to look at it. It's half a cookie. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Before it would be like, I ate half a cookie. I blew it. I might as well eat the bag of cookies because I exactly. messed up. It's not a yeah. mess up. Like it's just no. balanced. Don't eat a cookie after the next meal. That's, that's all you have to do. Like I eat something sweet with my coffee every morning and I have a drink or two every day. And those are things that I want to have. And it makes me feel not deprived, not stressed out. I never overdo it because I, like I said, I have a half a bottle of wine in the fridge and it's been there for like a few days that would never happen before. Cause it'd be like, I got to drink the wine because I can't, tomorrow's not a drinking day. It was just so many rules. (laughs) It was like, if you just listen to your body. And I think the other thing is is I eat at least two times as much as I used to, and I weigh 20 pounds less, but I'm mindful when I'm hungry, I eat, but when I'm satisfied, I stop eating. And I think that is another thing. Not when I'm full, not when everything's off the plate. Like I check in, just take that second to check in order what you want on the menu. And it's like, you don't have to, before it would be like, cheese on the side and sour cream on the side. And I would eat this meal that I didn't even like, but it was like, I would eat all of it because I had no cheese and no sour cream. Now I eat tacos with all the stuff on it, but I eat one. I yeah. don't feel deprived because I got the tacos just how they the were. You, the way, yeah, the way you wanted it. Yeah. Exactly. I enjoyed it. I'm not deprived. And am I, do I need another one? Yeah, I'll have another one. Do I yeah. need the third one? No, I'm good. Yeah. So it's yeah. just listening to what your body's telling you. And like you were like, like you were saying, listening to what your body t- is telling you. It's also what your, your brain is telling you. When okay. you're getting what you want, it's better than like, you know, it's, it's like, it's the hormones releasing in your brain. You're like, okay, I got it. I'm good. Like, yes. Yeah. Like I'll use an example. Like, it's like when, if you're like intimate with your husband, like it's, you feel satisfied and you're like, okay, I feel good now. I can be a better wife. I can do these kind of things. And like, it's the same thing for food. And I use it. Like I try to use them as analogies to like real life stuff. You know, like you yes, want your brain to always sense. be satisfied. Your stomach is not going to always be satisfied, but you, you need to make sure your brain is satisfied. So yes. like you said, order the taco with all the fixing uh, fixings on it. So then you don't need to look other places for other things. Exactly. Like another You're taco or another out. drink or, you know, like another partner. It just, it's that kind of thing. I've noticed that too. Like now that I make, like my sister is always like, she's just always in great shape. She, but I'll, she'll be like lobster, mac and cheese. And I'm always like, before I was like, salad with, um, grilled chicken and, and uh, dressing on the side. And she, she doesn't eat the entire thing of lobster mac and cheese, but she'll eat half of it. She feels her brain got what it wanted. She's not, she eats. So she's satisfied and doesn't finish the whole thing. And I was like, there is something to, it's just a balancing of you have what you want. You still work out. I work out three or four times a week, not seven. I don't stress it. If I like, I did two interviews this morning and then I knew we had this at 12. I didn't get to work out today before I'd be like, well, if I pick up my son at this time, when can I sneak it? It's yeah. fine. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, have a margarita on me. <laughs> <laughs> right. And that, and I weigh less living this way. It almost doesn't exactly. feel like it's, it's like fair that me yeah. that worked so hard and yeah. restricted and weighed more. But if you just figure out that it's just a balanced lifestyle and like people like yeah. you that look like you and look like Melissa Alcantara and are saying, I drink, I work out a few times a week. I live with balance. Like I just want this message out to that person still depriving themselves. More squats and margaritas in a moment. Now this. 
for so long, I would just have a glass of wine or two before bed and I would fall asleep fine. But a couple hours later, I'd be wide awake. And that's because wine has sugar. Make the transition to tequila. Tequila has no sugar, no carbs. It's gluten free. And I just found a tequila that is additive free, a clean spirit called Inspiro Tequila that was developed by a woman. It's crafted by women. And every step from developing the taste profile to getting it on the shelves, it's all women. And they support other women. Right now, they're giving my listeners 10% off at InspiroTequila.com with promo code Margaritas10. That's Margaritas and the number 10 at InspiroTequila.com. It's smooth. You can sip it on the rocks or in a skinny margarita. And right now, you can get it for 10% off at INSPIRO tequila.com. Now back to squats and margaritas. And I feel like we, we totally covered that with the nutrition side of it, but how much is it like diet versus like working out? If someone's trying to like lose weight, is it more diet than working out? Oh, absolutely. I tell my clients all the time. Like I, I used to think like that as a kid, I'm like, Oh, well, if I worked out seven days this week for two hours, honestly, I could eat whatever I want. I'd be fine. That wasn't the case. it's really not your body needs you to have food like food really is medicine it's the way your body functions and you cannot outwork a bad diet unfortunately so it's like it's people say it's like the 80 20 I I'd almost honestly say it's like 90 10 like we work out to like you know release good hormones to keep our heart healthy to keep our body healthy but it's not like make or break like you need a little bit of both is like the perfect combination, but like yeah. the, food, the food is really the most important part because I've seen, like, I've had multiple clients who are disabled actually, and they can't leave their bed. Oh. And they're like, do you want to take me on as a client? Like I can't exercise. Like I'm not going to be successful. They've lost 25, 30, 40 pounds in just 12 weeks, just with their diet alone, like literally cannot leave their bed. Wow. And, and that just shows you, like, it's not about the exercise. The exercise is great for the physical. Like when you are losing weight, you do want to lift some weight. So you feel great. Yeah. Your, skin, your, your skin elasticity feels tight. Like you want the, like the results of both, but food is really ultimately what's going to help you lose weight. And when you're speaking of exercise, like again, before I was cardio every day, um, Melissa talks about this too. She's like people, it's like women think sweat is like losing weight. So it's like, I have to sweat, look at all the fat leaving my body. And she's like, it's lifting. And I, I yeah. finally, I think I just had the stigma that a lot of women have. Like, I don't want to be bulky. I don't want to be like a man. I'm just going to do my, totally. I want to see calories going up on the uh, treadmill and I wanted to sweat. <laughs> and when I started lifting yeah. my, everything changed. Like my metabolism is be- like faster. Yep. I can eat more. I finally have muscle tone that I was trying to get. Like I would lift, but it would be like tens because I, I just wanted to tone. I didn't have any muscle tone until I started lifting heavy. And can you speak on that? Like the women that are like, I don't want to like bulk. Like, what do you say to that? Yeah. So first off you, like as a woman, you don't have the, like, you don't have the hormones. You don't have the testosterone, the amount of testosterone. You don't have the amount of, like, you're not eating 3,500, 4,000 calories a day. That's actually going to make you put on like that bulky type weight. If you do, you will. I mean, but no one, no woman is going to eat that much realistically, but it is really great for you. Like, like you said, lifting, like the muscle tone. One thing people don't understand is like the more muscle you have, the better you're going to look, the more toned you're going to look like people don't, they think, Oh, just because the more muscle I have, the more bulky. 
that's not the case. Like they always say like muscle weighs more than fat. Like I'm I'm sure you've heard that. They weigh the exact same. They take up less space. But they take up less space and one looks a lot better. Yeah. If you see a piece of fat, it's kind of like wrinkly. It's, you know, uneven, but then you see muscle, it's tight. It's firm. Like they weigh the exact same, but they look completely different. So the more muscle you have, the more calories you're going to burn at rest, which is ultimately the case. Like I want to lay in my bed watching Netflix burning calories all day long. And that's why I lift because yeah. it just looks better. It's healthier for you. It burns fat at rest and you look good, right? Do you do any cardio yourself? Yeah. I, <laughs> I love that. I really like to walk. Okay. I love walking. Like I walk with my kids. I put my son on the scooter. I push my son on the stroller. And, and I think that's, it's not necessarily for anything, but the fact it helps my mental health. Like it yes. makes me feel good. Like I'm like, okay, I can relax yes. for a second. One's strapped in, one's on a scooter, like I can breathe, but steps are really great also just for like burning extra calories. Like not, not calories that you're like, actually like that 30 minutes of working out. It's just like burning calories without thinking about it. And yes. that's why I like to tell my clients like, Hey, if you're going to target perfectly farther away, burn some extra yeah. calories and you're like, it is what it is. You don't even notice it. Yes. That's like you want to make your journey. Like it's a lifestyle. So if you've got, go walk around the mall, you're burning calories, clean your house. Like one day a week, I don't work out and I just clean my house. I vacuum, yeah. I do whatever. And I'm yeah. like, Hey, just burned 500 calories. Like I didn't even notice it. Like exactly cool. and what I used to do drink. too. I feel like I would eat. I would allow myself like worse. Like if I worked out in the morning, it was like, I can eat whatever, like you said, I can eat whatever I want. But it's like, yeah. if I know I didn't work out today, then I was like, I just kind of watch what I'm eating. Yeah. It's just a, it's, I don't even realize I'm doing, it's, it's just a, like this. It's the mental aspect. Yeah. It's, it's a balance it's of things. Yeah. And I run, I do love to run. I used to play soccer in college, yeah. but I run because people like call me out. They're like, Oh, it's just lifting. You went on another run. I'm like, I run for mental sanity. I have a three and a six-year-old uh-huh. and I just want to listen to not wheels on the bus. And I need like a second. And when I come back, I feel clear and I feel totally ready to like come back to my kids and whatever they've got, because I got that run and it's not for weight loss. It's for mental sanity. And I loved, I love that. It's, but I'm not running to like offset my lunch. And I used to, I actually, like my new year's resolution was to start running. Cause I walk a lot. I'm like, I never run. I hate, I hate running. (laughs) Like you will not see any running on my program. Like that's just not my jam. (laughs) I'm like, Oh, this new year, I'm going to try to start running. I went for a run last week and I jacked up my knees so bad. This is exactly why I don't run. You're you like, know? God is trying to tell me I shouldn't run. <laughs> so I'm not going like people, to. People make fun of me. They're like, you're a trainer. You should be able to run. I'm like, mm. you know, no, whatever you're doing is working fine. I would not change anything that you're doing, but like, that's the thing too. When I have trainers or just like moms or fit moms that look like you, every time I ask the car dealer, like, like, no. And I'm just like, do you see that? I hope someone listening is like, wow, like lifting. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so we've talked about the workout aspect of it and the eating, um, the balance is the margaritas. Honestly, if you, like, when I say I drink every day as a trainer, you kind of like, like how bad, not bad. Like if I want to be, I'm not trying to set PRs like in marathons, but I want to like have a good performance, like athletically and working out how bad is alcohol for your like fit mom lifestyle there is scientific research that shows like alcohol does decrease your level of strength and like you know there there is research about that but like you like you said it is about the balance aspect if you're drinking every day and you're getting like think about your worst hangover like if you're doing that every day like you're 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 gonna fail i mean but that's 
that's heavy drinking, but you can't, like you said, when you can have one to two drinks a day, you can still function. You're not hungover. You don't feel bad. Then you can keep doing it. Like it's all about consistency, like, and what works for you. Like if I drank three, you know, three glasses of wine every night, I'd probably be lazy. I'm like, you know, I'd probably want extra sugar the, the next day, but like I can have a drink and be fine. Or I can have two yeah. drinks and be fine, but it's just, it's knowing your body. Like yes. some people do better than other people. And like, you just have to find what works for you. And I wish I could say like, it's not, oh, it's bad or it's yeah. not, but it just really depends on some people. Cause some people thrive on alcohol or like, <laughs> you know, my sister, some people can drink a bottle of wine and like go run a marathon. Like, like run a marathon. I'm like, you do you. Like I couldn't do that. But like, you know, if you can so moderate like- it, I feel like, and that's the thing when you just said, like, if you drink every day, I think when people say drink every day, they're picturing like binge drinking, but I know yeah, mine is like pairing. Like I'll have a beer. I'll probably have like a chicken sandwich and a beer after this, after I pick up my son for lunch and then I'll have a glass of wine with dinner. And so that's like yeah. two drinks, but like, I don't even think that it's like you're drinking. Yeah. It's like, just do like, you feel, yeah. Do you feel like it, aff- <laughs> it affects your ability to like exercise or be motivated or anything? Not at all with exactly. motivated, but I'm learning now about sleep and the sugar in wine. Yeah. Like, even if you fall right asleep, just cause your mom, you have two kids and yeah. you're tired, yeah. you, you'll wake up in a couple hours, just wide awake because the sugar hits. So mm-hmm. that I am trying to not drink. <laughs> I'm trying to day drink more. Yeah. <laughs> like, I like day drinking. I try, I try to not drink. Like, like if I have a glass of wine with dinner, like that's, that's it. And then the next couple yeah. hours before I go to bed, I, because I don't want to sleep is everything to me. And I just had a sleep doctor on, um, and I don't want to mess with my sleep. So, and it's like, yeah. it messes with your body temperature. So like, you're it's making the alcohol is making your body warmer and then that wakes you up. So anything oh, yeah, like, you're the hot flashes after you do I don't want yeah, that. Uh, like yeah, so sorry, it's not no, worth uh, it. We've all been there. Yeah. yeah. No. So, like I said, it's but like your hot flashes off two drinks or three drinks might be someone's six yeah. you know. So like I said, it just really varies for the individual. But if you notice you're waking up the next day and you feel crappy and you don't feel like yourself, like cut cut back one drink. You know, yeah, like find what works you don't for you. To, you don't have to culture a lot of people think like okay, I need to lose weight. I need to get back on my game. I'm going to cold turkey, everything. Cold turkey does nothing. Like a lot of people cannot cold turkey something. And just like, that's why they taper. Like for example, they taper, they taper medications. Like they taper taper steroids. Like when you have inflammation in your body, like, because you, you're not supposed to cold turkey them because your body can relapse or like same thing for alcohol or drugs or cigarettes. You know, people just like cut down one a day. And that helps overall. You don't need to cold turkey, like you said, because that'll lead to like the binging and stuff. So if you're, you're a person that notices like, Hey, I drink too much at night. I feel like crap the next day. I'm not as motivated. Yeah. I want to do better. Okay. I have less, one less drink. You and then should one day drink, drink then. Exactly. <laughs> Just be a day drinker. Um, my kind of person. I love that. I know. I tried to tell you, I couldn't wait for this because everything, like, I love it. All your TikToks. I know it's going to be a theme. It's either going to be like drinking or like mom life. Like we're yeah, the or same workout. exactly. Or workouts. exactly. <laughs> um, the only other thing that I didn't get a chance to talk to you about yet is, um, balancing all like squats and margaritas is balance and balancing all the things. Like you have your own fitness business. You're a brand, you have two kids, you still make time to work out. Like, I feel like I'm kind of coming up short in every area or like when I'm with my kids, I'm, I feel guilty. Cause I'm like, I didn't edit that show. I didn't get it to my producer when I'm like killing it and interviewing Katie Couric. I don't know where, where my kids are. And I feel yeah. like how do you balance like the mompreneur in you making time for fitness? And do you have like guilt when you're doing your stuff and being a mom of, of young kids? Um, I'll be honest. My life is a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the party. 
<laughs> you know, but that's on like Instagram or like, you know, whatever yeah. we, we show our, like our highlights, like you, multiple people think like, Oh, she may have it together. She is a boss. She does this. She's a mom. If you, if you really saw what my life looked like, you'd be like, Oh, okay. It's just like me. I'm a mom. I run a business. I struggle with like, Hey, I'm watching my kids and I'm on my phone. Like I'm making yes. reels or you I'm feel like bad. responding to clients. I feel bad. I'm, I'm doing this, but I have to get this done. Yes. I'm in that constant state of like trying to find balance, trying to make time for my kids, trying to be present for my kids. Be But with my husband, like at night when my kids are in bed, like I'm on my phone, like finishing yes. up work. I didn't finish it during the day. And my husband's like, get off your phone. I want to spend time with you. I know it's, it's a <laughs> constant struggle. And I wish I had the answer, but that's, that's just realistic. Like I'm, I try my best to like, I don't know if you saw my post, like I set times. I like to make a lot of lists because I feel like do better. <laughs> I feel better when I, oh my God, I love it. I have to cross yeah. off all yeah. the things because on the list. When I write things down, I'm yep. more prone to getting them done. Yeah. And that, like, that's not just on my phone. If I physically write something down and I'm like, yeah. check off, like, it's like, uh-huh. it's, like, it's satisfying. Like, I, it's it's accomplished. Satisfying. Like, exactly. Look yep. at everything I crossed off today. Yeah, exactly. And when you get things done, you feel great. And it like allows you to like, you know, have time to do things. So like I schedule my workouts like, like business meetings. Like I'm like, Oh, I'm going to do this podcast. And then I'm going to schedule my next workout at this time. And then I'm going to like spend time with my kids. And it's not like that every day. Like, like I said, my life's a shit show, but like, Mm -hmm. it's just constantly trying. And I I fail all the time and I constantly am working at it, but yeah. Yes. (laughs) And you need more conversations like this because I did think you had it all together and you're right. Like if your house is a mess, and your kids are all like yelling at you. Why would you pick up your phone? And no one wants, why would you show that? Like, Look, of course, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but what if people did, like I was interviewing Melissa Joan Hart, like Sabrina, uh, she was in her closet and the whole time we're talking, like I only see here. And she was like, if you could just see what I'm looking at right now, I was like, whatever, Melissa Joan Hart, like, I'm sure every, you have everything together. And she turned her camera and obviously like, it wasn't like a live interview. Only I saw it, yeah, but yeah. she was like, I can't even believe it. I showed you that. Like, and I said, if more people, I said, thank you for showing me it. Cause it makes me feel a little bit more seen and yeah. connected to you that I don't feel totally. like, oh my gosh, her closet is probably, it isn't, but we don't show that. So women feel like they're not measuring up. And if we could just have more, that's what I want this to be like authentic. Like it's hard being yeah. a mom and running a business and I'm not great at it all the time, but I don't put no, that on Instagram. Because why would, totally. and like, what if we started doing that? Like, what, I, and people would be like, girl, me too. And that, that makes you even more relatable and more connected to your audience. But I don't do it. I'm not saying I do it. I don't do it either. Yeah. But no, it's totally, like, yeah. you're also building your brand and you want this beautiful page and you're killing it. Like you're following oh, and your engagement. You. So you want to keep doing that, but it's like, I don't know. It's hard. I know. I, totally. I had actually, I took a picture for my Instagram the other day and I'm like, wow, you know, like I feel fit. I feel good. And then I looked at the background of the photo and there's like a messy high chair. There's mac and cheese all over the ground. (laughs) There's dishes all in the sink. I know I can't, I'm like, I can't post this. But then I'm like, now looking back at it after having this conversation, I'm like, that's real. And watch, watch that do so much better. Like, or you can put that in the caption, like this almost didn't get posted. And yeah, exactly. This, now I'm like wanting to go back and post it just because for that reason. Which, and everyone is going to be like, same, but someone has to be like courageous. And I feel like with like the eating disorder thing, talk, yeah. I talked to Katie Kirk about her bulimia and yeah. no one was going there. Like no yeah. one, she, she wrote about it in her book, but I was like, I think me having the history of it, I, I was like, I would love to talk to you about this. And she said, yes, and we came on. And now like, I have this 
conversation about how hard it is to like overcome bulimia with such a like, like public figure that people didn't really, I mean, she wrote about it in her book, but no one was talking about it. And now it's kind of like, if you were struggling with eating disorders and you didn't say anything, it's like Katie Kirk too. So you feel like, okay, it's okay. Like she did too. So it's, it's inspiring. And like people, I I always tell my husband, I want, I want to have the relationships with people that are like the meaningful ones. Like I want to know someone's deepest, darkest secrets. And I want to know their struggles. And like, that's what makes me connect with people. Like the friendships that I have that are so surface level are like, Oh, what handbag do you have? Or this or that? Like, I want to know about like, like you're talking about with the eating disorder. I want to know about your struggles. I want to know your house is a mess. Like how mom, mom life is hard or how this, I I can connect with that. And so can other people too. And that's why like, I, I admire those women who are like, this happened to me or like the people in the public eye who are like, you know, overweight, but still confident or this or that. I'm just like, yes, like own it. I know. I know we need to say it more. Show your messy closet. Post that picture, Paulina. <laughs> Look at this vanity. Look how messy your... it is. <laughs> Do you see how like you can't see anything? You can't see anything behind me and it looks all neat and orderly. Look at that all back there. That is like oh strategically. Why don't I just have that out? I guess because I don't want people to think you want people to think that you have it all together or why would they like want you to be their trainer, or, like sign up for mm-hmm. anything that you have to do. So you have to be, I don't know, but do you like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah I don't know. It's something that's that we should test know. it out. We should start posting like not doing it. good things. <laughs> I'm not like perfect. Yeah. Instagram. Like every picture, like, you know, a bikini photo, like on my couch, like with a couple of stuffed animals or like, that's you know, like you post, a, post a recipe video of like my whole kitchen of just a disaster. <laughs> yes. And I bet it's like, you're going to like blow up. It's going to be like a million and <laughs> viral because people are like, Oh my gosh. Yes. Me too. Yes. That is going to yeah, be the I know. movement. Of, it's so funny. One of my, actually my, one of my viral videos that I posted on like my Instagram, I got like, you know, three plus million views. And it was like, literally like I went out drinking at a concert one night and I was, I was <laughs> so hungover. Like I had to go get an IV. Like I was, I was done. <laughs> And I went for a walk with my kids and my husband took a video of me and I was just, I was done. And I was pissed at him for taking a video. And he said, we should make a reel. Like, this would be funny. I posted it. Biggest, you know, and I'm like, wow. wow. Like me dancing drunk at a concert and then posting like how hungover I was the next day. It's that relatable. resonated with people. Exactly. It resonates. You know? Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't ever grow anywhere. Like I just lose followers. I don't grow. <laughs> I think that's because you're in the, like you're in the public eye and you share about the things that people like make, may make them feel uncomfortable. Like, I feel like when I mm. talk about weight, I, when I talk about weight loss on my Instagram, I either get people who are like, you're not doing it right. Or you're not doing this or you're not doing this. And I lose followers as well, but, but you're never going to appease like to people, a lot of people like, you know, you have your niche and you have, you the have your niche. Who, like that support you and you'll keep growing. We'll see if anybody's <laughs> inspired by this conversation and wants to make a change, where do you start? Cause I feel like that's the hardest thing for people to like get in a routine, like a fitness routine. Like what would be, if somebody wanted to start out, what should they do first? Uh, have a plan, hmm. reach out for help. Um, have, have like a guide, you know, most people can't like, they're like, okay, I'm going to start January 1st. I'm going to do it like this. And I'm going to do this, 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 and I'm going to like do all this. And then they have like this whole like massive plan in their head. And then they fail one time and they're like, Oh, it is what it is. Fine. Like Mm -hmm. I give up. It's having like a short-term goals. Mm -hmm. So like 
yeah, you have a plan for this week, you know, like, Hey, Monday through Wednesday, I'm going to walk every day. Like just starting out by walking, like moving your body, like doing one thing better than the day before. You don't need to start this like massive plan where you're like, okay, I'm only going to have this, this, I'm going to eat protein shakes for every meal. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this for five weeks. I'm going to lose weight. I'm not going to have any cheat meals, not going to drink. And then you fall off. So small daily changes add up to big results. You don't know what you're not taught. I don't know. I don't know how to do a lot of things unless I learn them. So sometimes asking for help, reaching out and being like, Hey, even if it's a friend, Hey, let's do this together. Hey, I need, I need some help or watching some YouTube videos or doing something like that. Just having an idea of what you want to do is really going to help set you up for success. Instead of just going into it blind thinking I'm only going to eat 500 calories a day. Mm -hmm. I'm going to lose all this weight. You got to do it the right way. So small daily changes add up to big results and having someone to guide you or lead you or someone to hold you accountable, inspire you. That's the way to start. And speaking of someone to hold you accountable, you train online, you train people online. I do. How do they find you? They can find me at paulinafitness.com and I would love to work with you and inspire you, hold you accountable and just lead you so you can be your best version of you. Thank you so much for listening to the Squats and Margaritas podcast. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And I'll see you next week for a brand new episode of Squats and Margaritas. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.